It is zero hour thirty universal time, and here is the news in special English. The commander of NATO and American forces in Afghanistan greeted soldiers in Afghanistan Monday, for the last time as their military leader. General David Petraeus is leaving his position to become the new director of the Central Intelligence Agency. He told soldiers that much work remains to be done in Afghanistan. Also Monday, NATO said two soldiers were killed. One was killed by a bomb blast in the east, and another by a militant attack in the south. Troops found the body of a British soldier, who was missing earlier in the day, in Helmand Province. Britain's defence ministry said the soldier was found shot dead after a lengthy search. A Taliban spokesman claimed responsibility for the soldier's capture and death. Pakistani officials say more than twenty Taliban militants crossed into northwest Pakistan from Afghanistan early Monday and attacked a security station. One soldier and at least two militants were killed in the attack in the Pakistani tribal area of Bajora. People living in the town of Kitkot said. Militants launched the attacks with rockets. They said the fighting lasted several hours. Pakistani security forces pushed the militants back into Afghanistan. In Pakistan, two people were killed late Monday, when thousands of demonstrators clashed with police. During protests over electrical power outages, at least twenty-two others were injured in the clashes in the northwestern city of Mianwali. Reports say some of the demonstrators hit police with stones and attacked government buildings, shops, and vehicles. Police used sticks and tear gas. To push back protesters, police fired on the protesters when they were unable to stop the crowd from moving toward a nearby nuclear power center. Pakistan is facing a severe power crisis. Citizens organize gatherings every summer to protest daily power shortages. Hundreds of Egyptians have attacked a courthouse in Cairo. The attack Monday began after a judge ordered the temporary release of ten policemen charged with killing anti-government protesters. The killings took place earlier this year during the uprising that forced President Hosni Mubarak from power. Police officials said. Family members of the victims attacked the courthouse and blocked a major road from Cairo to the city of Suez. The protesters then marched into Suez, where the killings happened. 
The policemen were charged with killing 17 demonstrators and injuring at least 300 others during the uprising that ended in February. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Serbian war crimes suspect Ratko Mladic on Monday shouted at a judge who read charges of genocide against him and then refused to answer the charges. The judge ordered United Nations guards to remove the former military commander from the courtroom in The Hague. The judge then entered a declaration of innocence for Mr. Mladic. The 69-year-old Bosnian Serb had threatened to boycott the trial. He said the court is preventing him from choosing his lawyers. Lawyer Milos Salijic of Belgrade told reporters that Mr. Mladic's actions in court show that he is not mentally able to be tried. He is one of the lawyers Mr. Mladic wants to represent him. But the lawyer told reporters that he is not a good candidate because he does not speak English. Belarus has sentenced at least 20 people to jail for up to 15 days for protesting against the rule of President Alexander Lukashenko. Officials arrested nearly 400 people Sunday as the country marked its freedom from Nazi occupation in 1944. Security officers who were not wearing police clothing walked through a crowd of people in Minsk who had come to hear Mr. Lukashenko speak. They arrested people they said were disrupting his speech by clapping their hands. Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir plans to attend the independence ceremony for South Sudan on Saturday. The official Sunna news agency reports that Southern President Salva Kiir invited Mr. Bashir to the event during a meeting in Ethiopia. South Sudan's government says Mr. Bashir will speak at the ceremony in the southern capital, Juba. Mr. Kiir and United Nations Secretary-General Ban Ki-moon will also speak. South Sudan becomes an independent nation Saturday. Six months ago, its people voted to separate from the north. Mr. Bashir supported the vote. But the sides have been unable to resolve disputes over borders and oil income. Thousands, tens of thousands, of Yemenis protested in the capital, Sana'a, on Monday. The protesters say the government is not doing enough to fight Islamist militants who took control of parts of the southern province of Abiyan in May. 
Opposition activists say President Ali Abdullah Saleh and his allies have been using the Islamist rebellion against reformers. The protesters marched to the home of Yemeni Vice President Abid Rabo Mansour Hadi and gave his guards documents listing their concerns. Mr. Hadi has been Yemen's acting leader since President Saleh was wounded in a bombing in Sana'a in June. Mr. Saleh is receiving medical care in Saudi Arabia. Americans are celebrating Independence Day. America declared independence from Britain 235 years ago. Americans celebrate the day with parades, fireworks, baseball games, and musical performances. President Obama invited members of the military and their families to the White House for a Fourth of July meal and performance. And now briefly, here again is the major news. The commander of NATO and American forces in Afghanistan greeted soldiers in Afghanistan Monday for the last time as their military leader. Hundreds of Egyptians have attacked a courthouse in Cairo, and Serbian war crimes suspect Ratko Milatic was removed from a courtroom in The Hague Monday for shouting at a judge who read charges against him. That's the news in VOA Special English, coming to you from Washington.